Alright my friends, let's do this. Jumping right into another episode of Awakened Space. This episode is going to be very deep. It's going to be dealing with um, how to heal and liberate ourselves from psychological trauma through things like allowance, acceptance, forgiveness, and love. And of course, there's a whole process to go through regarding that, which of course I will get into in this episode. And I will also be sharing my own personal experiences as to how I've used these tools to really benefit my own self in life. So with that, let's jump right into it. So the fact of the matter is that as we grow throughout life, we tend to experience life at different levels of conscious awareness. You know, early on in life, we might experience things that bring mental, emotional, and uh, even physical trauma with them. You know, something happened in our life, either because at the time, we weren't aware of the consequences of our actions. Or, of course, an outer influence took action and negatively impacted our experience or experiences in life altogether. Because we become conditioned by our experiences in life, you know, um, I talked about both the conscious and the subconscious mind in a previous episode, and I talked about how the conscious mind is the experiencer, and it takes those experiences and it puts them into the subconscious. So think of the, you know, going back to that episode, think about the conscious mind as the gardener and the subconscious mind as the garden. So the conscious mind takes the experiences and stores it into the subconscious mind. Gardener to garden. Plain and simple. And because the subconscious mind um, recycles or projects past experiences uh, into, I guess, future, you know, predictions, it's, you know, we tend to experience life similarly because of how we've been conditioned. Um, You know, we tend to experience the future based on the past because of how we're conditioned. So along with these experiences, that we experience, we carry ourselves as the I entity, you know, the, um, or you could call it the the person that these things are happening, you know, quote unquote happening to. Um, I do believe in, you know, I just talked about happening to, I really do believe that when we're consciously aware enough of life and the things that are happening, you know, we have many different choices rather than just looking at it as a, um, you know, things that are happening to us. We have the ability to look at it as, you know, things that are happening for us, uh, things that are happening from us. It really all depends on our level of conscious awareness at the time, which is what this episode has very lot to do with, actually. Um... So because of the discomfort that comes with trauma, 
both thinking about it and talking about it. People in societies around the world have conditioned themselves, and of course, conditioned, uh, and of course, they have been, you know, conditioned by other people to um, fight, resist, and um, or even block out. Uh, you know, the thinking and talking about experiences that brought tremendous discomfort pain, suffering, and feelings of isolation from people. Um, It's been that way for a long time. Obviously, you know, whenever something of discomfort, something that we experienced a long time ago, and because like I was saying before, our level of conscious awareness at the time was very different from the way it is now, you know, maybe we partook in something that we didn't fully understand, or something happened um, you know, the, um, the different way of looking at it to us, something happened to us from an outer influence, and because of our, um, you know, conscious awareness at the time, we weren't really aware of what it meant, and, you know, it basically builds meaning over time because of how different our conscious awareness changes over time, and because of that, um, depending on how potentially negative it is, it can cause a lot of, you know, discomfort whenever, uh, it's, you know, something triggers that in us, because, you know, we are human beings in a society, we are most definitely triggered by different things into remembering different things that brought us discomfort, so that's definitely something to take into consideration. Um, so yeah, grounding with deep acceptance is um, the absolute key to true liberation. Um, As mentioned before, we've been conditioned to fight, resist, block out, and, um, you know, negate memories of trauma that we experienced at some point in life. Interestingly enough, um, I think that a lot of people tend to be on the other end of the spectrum and not realize this, but what we fight um, or resist um, actually persists, but what we accept disappears. You know, think about that for a second. Think about all the things that bring serious discomfort and you try with all of your might to push them out. And maybe, you know, for a while, um, some other, um, as the mind perceives it, problem uh, might come along and distract you from that. And, you know, then you're like, that's done. (laughs) But then it comes back once that, as the mind perceives to be, problem disappears for whatever reason. Because maybe another uh, problem comes along. Um... So we have a tendency to push things out. And um, what's interesting about this issue is that when we try with so much energy to push or block out things from our minds, uh, entertaining them as thoughts, we give greater importance to them. So whenever it is that we're blocking these things out or trying with all of our energy to just get them out of our minds, 
we actually cause the mind to pay more attention to them. Right? So things that are very, you know, uncomfortable that, um, you know, come in and we're like, nope, 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 push down, not happening, push out, not going there, no way, never. The mind looks at that and realizes it as to be very important and thus clings onto that more. So it's basically just kind of like a battle with um, the mind, an unnecessary battle, of course. And um, so, yeah, uh, you know, we instead of um, blocking things out uh, from the mind entertaining them, um, it's more important to just realize that that's happening and let them in. But of course, we'll get more into that later on in this episode. Um, so yeah, like I said, we give greater importance to them. Uh, and with that, the mind making um, more of an attempt to latch on to that which we are trying to negate. Of course, we do this because these traumatic memories bring with them great discomfort, as I mentioned before. And this discomfort brings us to want to push them out and to try with all of our energy to forget. But because we make such a big deal out of them, they actually stick to our minds instead of the effect that we're going for, you know, getting them out. We might also remember how isolated they brought us to feel. And this is, this is you know, this is, this is very real. Um, we have a tendency to think that we've hurt in a way that no one will ever know. And because of that, we carry that with us and feel disconnected from others. This is, this is massive. People have a tendency to think that they're disconnected from people simply because they think that something that they went through, no one else has experienced, thus being unable to relate to or connect with. And that's a huge problem because whenever people want to go out in society and socialize and connect with people, this thought of something that happened in the past might be lingering in their mind. And because of that, they remember how isolated it makes them feel because they really do think that it's never happened to anyone else and they're alone on this journey and they better not say anything about it because it'll make them feel even more isolated because they are sure that no one else has experienced it or anything like it. So with that, while the formula we've learned is, you know, I don't want to talk about it, just keep fighting that's a sensitive matter, you know, along with uh, fighting it, resisting it, blocking it out, and doing absolutely everything to forget about it and hope it stays that way. What actually brings us liberation is addressing the matter, accepting from a very deep place that it happened, despite and in spite resolving it with ourselves so um you know accepting loving and forgiving ourselves and uh potential other people or a person and of course learning from it altogether. so i know that this is 
interesting because, you know, a lot of people would be like, well, I could never accept that, that happened. And this is all about the conditioned I or sense of self. I'll get into that more later on in this episode, though. Most importantly, when we go through this process of truly accepting and resolving these matters, they then hold no power over us. The only time they do hold power over us is when we try to fight, resist, or push them out. And this is just the reality of the situation. Um, When you put something out there that is poisoning your mind, that is burdening you, and you just put it out there, it loses power. Because it's that entity trying to get you to think that you are alone on this journey, that you should be isolated, that this has never happened to anybody else, that you're the only person that this has ever happened to, and you need to isolate yourself, and you need to continue feeling disconnected because that's just the way it is, and that's not the way it is. And, you know, some things can be very challenging to accept, you know, extremely challenging, but it really all depends on our level of conscious awareness, our ability to, you know, step beyond that and realize what's more important. Um, one of the biggest challenges that comes with taking this kind of action and making lasting change is the script uh, program or story we're driven by. This goes back to the, uh, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and the whole way that you know, we experience and then we're conditioned by these experiences, of course, uh, through repetition, all that stuff. Because of conditioning... We have this sense of quote-unquote self or idea for uh, quote-unquote who and or (laughs) quote-unquote what we think we are. And of course, because of the entity that is the subconscious mind fed by the conscious mind, as we talked about before, We experience almost all of life based on what we think we know to be true. You know, going back to the whole conscious mind, experiencing, storing those experiences in the subconscious. And then, of course, day after day after day after day, unless we make conscious change, we are going to continue living and thinking and feeling the same exact way. So, it's really important to recognize that conscious and subconscious mind aspect of it. This idea of ourselves that we hold either makes or breaks us. And that's just the reality of the situation. Because psychologically and neurochemically, we experience, capture, and store what we know as memories. Along with um, uh, the idea, um, along with that comes an idea of a sense of self that we carry with us. I'm going to say that one more time. Because psychologically and neurochemically we experience, capture, and store what we know as memories, along with that comes an idea of a sense of self that we carry with us. So when we're conditioned through the the happening of the conscious mind experiencing and then storing those experiences in the garden that is the subconscious mind 
we create a sense of self through all of that that we carry with us into absolutely every single thing that we do in life. The reason this sense of self is so important to the process of healing and liberating ourselves from potential trauma is because of the belief systems that more often than not limit us from being able to make this change. For starters, I believe that anyone is capable of healing as long as they adopt the correct mindset. Um, Instead of seeing it as a fight, see it as an allowance. This would be a process of congruency, of course, instead of blocking and pushing out. People believe they're uh, unable to accept, forgive, and love themselves because of the story they keep telling themselves and living by. Um, You know, uh, some kind of story would be, this person did this to quote-unquote me, you know, the the conditioned self, um, conditioning themselves inside a very specific identity. And because of it, I'll never be able to forgive them for it. So it's this sense of self, this I, that brings with this, um, brings with it this story of how things have been, how things are, how things are going to continue to be. The thing is, Holding a grudge is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. We are only really hurting ourselves um, through that pursuit. And it's it's, it's a really sad thing, you know, because we get stuck in a way that things have been for a very long time and don't even consider to think that they can be different, which of course they can. We just have a very limited mindset and way of thinking altogether in that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, stepping outside of our story and the conditioned I or self. It's not always a challenge for people to heal from a place of unconditional uh, acceptance, forgiveness, and love. But the thing is, for many... It actually is, and it's actually followed by that word, quote-unquote, conditional. This conditional standpoint is very important, and it's important to this subject altogether. And, like I said before, this actually correlates back to the story we develop about ourselves through the conditioning of life. Looking deeper into how conditioning plays a major role in our abilities to heal, we might hold a belief system that tells us that for some reason we're not worthy of healing because we really hurt someone and maybe the person that we hurt hurt us back out of a place of hurt. You know, um, I'm sure that we've all heard that saying, hurt people hurt people. And so because of it, we feel locked into an identity with a story 
that doesn't allow for acceptance, uh, forgiveness, and love. But the truth is, with all of that, that can be changed. Despite how we locked into an identity, um, yeah, the, the, despite how locked into an identity we feel that we are, we can create a new story to live by. Because within that story, we can condition ourselves with the capability to feel worthy of our own acceptance, forgiveness, and love. The I am meditation and affirmation practice for uh, worthiness of acceptance, forgiveness, and love is extremely powerful. And it's life-changing. Because think about it. While things have been this way, you know, this, this same way for years and years and years and years and years and years, I know that I am worthy of my own acceptance, forgiveness, and love. And this is really the meditation. This is the affirmation. While things have been this way for years upon end, I know that I am worthy of my own acceptance, forgiveness, and love. It's really important to realize that just because something has been a reoccurring pattern in my life, in your life, in her life, in his life, does not mean that it cannot be changed. Anything can change, plain and simple. And it's really crucially important to remember that just because things have been a certain way for a long time does not mean that they cannot be different. I really need people to breathe into this fact. Because sometimes I talk to people and I suggest that things can be different in their life and they're just they're, they're on autopilot with it. No, it can't. Things won't change. Things are going to stay the same because they're used to that same script being played over and over and over again in their minds, and they accept it at face value without even questioning it. you got to be able to look deeper into it because it is possible to change. Just because we've believed over a long period of time that we're unworthy of things like self-acceptance, uh, self-forgiveness, and love doesn't mean that it will always be that way period plain and simple it can be different and we've got to be able to accept that because it can be different it's also uh, crucially important to realize that if we hurt someone and feel that we need their forgiveness to forgive ourselves we can actually through the I am meditation and affirmation practice grant ourselves the permission to forgive ourselves 
If you carry with you the energy of true remorse and you want to move on, heal, and liberate yourself from trauma, plain and simple, period, you have the power to do so. No ifs, ands, or buts. Think about it. All of these years, you've been conditioned into living a very specific way, right? You may not have been conscious of it, like you may not have been as aware of it as you could have been, but you did. You both unconsciously and subconsciously put in the work to get to this point where you are now, right? The fact of the matter is that it's not impossible to experience life in a different way, right? To be able to accept yourself, love yourself, forgive yourself, all those things, right? It's, it's, it's think about it. It's literally not impossible, right? So if it's not impossible, then it's possible. So then you can do it. And it might take some very serious work, but it's possible and you can do it. It's important to understand that you don't have to be locked inside of an identity whose story is telling of unworthiness and suffering. Because um, the fact of the matter is that liberation is available for anyone. But of course, you know, you've got to come from a very authentic place. You know, and you've really got to believe it. You've got to, um, like, be as if it is your truth, because it's possible. And if you don't want to talk to the other person that has hurt you, you can forgive them from afar without actually talking to them. Because what's important is that you forgive them. And you hold that sincere energy within yourself. So stepping outside of the story we tell ourselves to truly ground with acceptance, forgiveness, and love. Like I mentioned before, because of this identity lock that we can appear to find ourselves stuck inside of, we can find ourselves quite challenged by the thought of accepting, forgiving, and even loving someone that we believe betrayed us. But again, this person did this to me. Here, we are matching the action with the conditioned self. Of course, as we know, people unconsciously and subconsciously carry belief systems with them. Maybe ideas for how they should live that they've had since childhood. And this is one of the most burdensome things, too, because here's an interesting way of looking at it. There's nothing more non-beneficial than an outdated mindset. Really breathe that in for a second. There is nothing more non-beneficial than an outdated mindset, especially one that no longer serves you. Interestingly, a lot of these belief systems 
or BS. Or, of course, my favorite. Bullshit. That we carry around don't actually benefit us. And instead, more often than not, hinder us. We might think that because of how terrible of an action was inflicted on us by someone, that we should never be betrayed again, and that that person or those people should never be forgiven. We then carry that energy with us and further hurt ourselves. You know, that energy, uh, that negative energy of resentment of that person did that to me and because of it, I will never forgive them, period. And thus, that period, we create that unnecessary identity lock. And the other thing that we should take into consideration is that talking about vibrations, resentment is one of the lowest vibrations out there. And with, um, with you know, that kind of stuff, with lowest vibrations, when we get stuck inside of a low vibration, we tend not to uh, resonate inside of energy belief systems that could actually benefit us. So think about it this way. Whenever you continue with the same mindset of, I will never forgive that person for what they did to me. You are saying that from a place of hurt, from a place of grudgefulness, from a place of resentment. And that is a very low energy, a very low vibration. So, of course, you won't be able to resolve the issue from um, a higher place because you're stuck at that lower place. You know, you won't be able to say, actually... I would like to heal myself. I would like to liberate myself from this pain. And perhaps to do so, I need to see this from a different perspective. I don't want to continue hurting anymore. And I recognize that. And so with that, I can look at it from this higher perspective. And forgive that person. Accept that person. Love that person. In spite. And it's okay to do that. And then we finally bring ourselves to this high place of unconditionality, which is important, especially when it comes to, um, you know, this whole practice of allowing rather than resisting, accepting rather than denying, forgiving rather than resenting, and loving rather than hating, because it's really important to resonate there. So yeah, um, we might think that because of... uh, how terrible of an action was inflicted on us by someone, um, we should never be betrayed again. And we carry that around with us. But the fact of the matter is that resentment and grudge is of the ego. That person did this to me. And we don't realize that what we actually want is to step outside of the ego. And what we actually want, what we actually truly want, is the peace and liberation that comes with healing. But because of the identity lock, we suffer and limit ourselves. 
And this is the ultimate issue right here. The identity lock, the ego, the sense of self, the I, the um, unconscious script that has been playing over and over and over and over again throughout the years saying, this is what happened to me, that person did it, and I will never forgive them, period. And then we throw ourselves in that because we make it so prominent, we make it so serious, we make it so real, and we just, we keep ourselves stuck inside of that. And the fact of the matter is that you cannot fix a problem with the same understanding that created it. Einstein said that. And of course, you know, you might on some level say, I don't care, I don't care, it doesn't matter, I don't care. But the truth is it bothers you. It does. The scary thing about it is that you are actually... Uh, kind of addicted to the negativity you're addicted to the suffering but that's at a very low level of conscious awareness one of the lowest because that's that's grudge that's resentment that's a lack of forgiveness and to be able to ascend from that you need to be able to like i was saying before see it from a higher perspective and be able to deal with it at a higher perspective well why should i forgive this person well you should forgive them because it allows you to also be liberated, right? Holding a grudge against that person is a prison, period. And you're dying in that prison, physically and energetically. That's not what the spirit wants. That's not what the soul wants. The soul wants to be liberated. The soul wants to fly free. And whenever we do that, we are locking ourselves. Whenever we stay inside of resentment, inside of grudges inside of lack of forgiveness inside of hate we are locking ourselves inside of that prison while it is subconsciously and quite often unconsciously it's hard for me to say this but it is quite often willingly depending on our state of awareness the fact of the matter is that if you're listening to this it's likely that you're ready to change. You know, you want to heal and liberate yourself in spite of obstacles. Uh, yeah, in spite of obstacles. And that's um, really important. And kudos to you for stepping up because that's massive. You're really tired of the negative energy. You're really tired of draining yourself. You're really tired of holding that grudge. You're really tired of feeling terrible. You're really tired of resenting that person because you kind of realize that it's unnecessary because it's only hurting you. And maybe they don't even know about it. They probably don't know about it. And you're just holding that negative energy within yourself. And you're hurting yourself. You're killing yourself. And that's terrible. You don't want to do that. Energetically and physically. That's the reality of the situation. We need to always remember that people have the capacity to change. We can learn. We can grow. And we can blossom into something new. We don't need to hold ourselves or other people to things that bring tremendous suffering into our lives. Allow the beautiful energy of acceptance, forgiveness, and love into your life. Where we once closed ourselves off, we can most definitely open ourselves up. And also, one of the most important aspects of all of this is to remember that because we experience life at different levels of conscious awareness, 
and with different levels of conscious awareness come different things. A lack of forgiveness usually comes with a lack of self-awareness. Because if what we want is peace, and resentment doesn't deliver that, we are hindering our own growth and doing ourselves a massive disfavor. And, remember this, while some people might say, I don't care, they most definitely usually actually do. And with that, I'm going to take the time to share a personal experience that actually happened on Christmas Day. And this is what really, um, Christmas Day of last year, by the way, this is what really led me into the practice of, um, you know, allowing rather than pushing out, accepting rather than denying, forgiving rather than resenting, and loving rather than hating. So this is what happened. I was at my parents' house, my girlfriend and I, we were visiting, and I saw a comment that, um, family member posted on um, someone's photo on social media and I had feelings um, about that person prior to this and when I saw that it challenged um, everything basically and you know there was uh, suffering in the past Um, and so a bunch of feelings of resentment and you did this to me, you did that to me, this is what happened, how could you say that, this, that, and the other, and it was huge, the energy was very real, and it was arising, and at first I was really pushing it down, I was like, nope, not happening, this is Christmas Day, no way, not, not gonna happen, nope, never, go away, see ya, bye, take care, not happening, and then, all of a sudden, there was a voice that came on and said, Uh, you know, um, an inner voice that said, let's heal this. Let's take care of this. Let's change this. And then I isolated myself in the bathroom. I looked myself in the mirror and I started by saying, I accept myself. I looked at myself in the mirror. I looked right into my eyes. I said, I accept myself. And then I said, I forgive myself. And then I said, I love myself. And I did this all with the energy of unconditionality. The beautiful, loving unconditionality. The beautiful, light, loving unconditionality. It was so real. And then I took the two other people, the, you know, the, the family member, and I took the other person, and I focused on the family member, and you know, I said, I accept you with unconditionality. I forgive you with unconditionality, and I love you with unconditionality. And then I, you know, in my mind, I looked at the other person as well. None of these people were with me, by the way. I was by myself. And with the other person, I did the same thing. I accept you with unconditionality. I forgive you with unconditionality. And, and, 
I love you with unconditionality. And then I took in a nice deep breath. And then I breathed it out. And then I smiled at myself in the mirror. And that's when I realized that I changed the course of my life. That's when I realized that instead of just pushing something down that the ego would normally want to be like, no, I'm going to hold resentment. No, this is what happened to me. This is how I feel about it. I will never forgive you. I went beyond that. I stepped beyond that. And I stepped into a very beautiful place of unconditional energy. And I healed. I liberated myself. I allowed myself. I accepted myself. I forgive myself. And I loved myself. I wholeheartedly believe that we're meant to be in this place of unconditionality with each other. We're all growing. We'll are, we'll are, we are all learning. And we're all loving. And we have the capacity to really live inside of this beautiful energy. And with that, we're unstoppable. <laughs> it's so beautiful. My friends, really, really work with allowing rather than pushing out or resisting. Accepting rather than denying. Forgiving rather than resenting and loving rather than hating. We are limitless beings. Please, don't limit yourself. Much love, light, and peace.